Climate and Sustainability with Kevin James. Hello there, my friend Kevin James. I almost feel like I should say Happy New Year to you, but we spoke in the New Year, eh? Yes, Happy New Year to you too. And it's no start to the year, but lots of cricket. Oh, it is the first one. Yeah, I was right. Let's get to it. Uh, New York has finally banned the practice of fracking for oil and gas in their state. Uh, Give us some of the reasons and insights uh, behind this landmark decision. Yes, so just for the benefit of the listeners, Ernest, before I answer that, let's just take a step back. We are always in need of more sources of energy in in, in the world. And in recent times, large deposits of natural gas have been discovered deep under the ground. Therefore, it seems logical to access this energy, and some are convinced that fracking is the answer, and we know about that in South Africa. So what is fracking? It's short for fracturing the earth, detonating explosives, and pumping a mixture of water and toxic chemicals at high pressure underneath the ground to hopefully release some valuable natural gas and oil. It, uh, yet in New York, and actually this last week in Scotland as well, they've just voted to ban fracking in their state indefinitely, where in New York specifically over the last couple of decades, 15,000 oil and gas fracking wells have been active and have really supplied most of New York's energy needs. So why have they now banned it? And we ask this question knowing that in the Karoo it's about to start happening. The extensive experience has shown that fracking's impact on, one, the quality of the air they breathe as a result of increased levels of pollution, the quality of their water supply contaminated with methane and chemicals, together with inadequate wastewater treatment, the quality of the soil affected by oil and chemical spills, as well as earthquakes induced during fracking. The list is impressive and it goes on. From a community perspective, fracking has caused increased vehicle traffic, road damage, noise odor issues, as well as challenging needs for housing and medical care, and overwhelming levels of stress. This supports other evidence and experiences suggesting that fracking is neither beneficial to society nor to the environment, but based on perceived benefits, it may very possibly be rubber stamped to go ahead in South Africa, Hmm. where President Zuma has referred to it as a game changer. But based on the New York experience and others, is is it really? I want to raise awareness on the subject, Ernest. I want South Africans to form their own opinions on whether the perceived financial gain for the country would justify the potential damages to communities and the environment in which they live, and whether this is something we really do want for our precious career. Mm, and perhaps the long-term effects that come with it. Absolutely. All right, now, moving right along, the UN General Assembly declared 2015 the International Year of the Soil, or Soils, if you like, with the objective of raising awareness of, on how our survival and food security depends on the health of our soil, or soils. Tell us more. Yeah, so before I can tell you more, in the last, uh, last month, my six-year-old son, he came to me with pride and fascination. He harvested his first cucumber from our garden, and after having nurtured and fed the soil with care, for he knew how important it was. Unfortunately, nowadays, however, a lot of people have lost touch with how things work and have forgotten the vital link between healthy soil and healthy food. Besides food... Uh, rich soils provide us with fuels for energy and fiber for textiles. They form a vital part of our ecosystems by storing and cleaning our water and keeping our climate stable. But because of large-scale single-crop industrial agriculture, however, farms have been managing their, 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 their land like factories in pursuit of maximum profit. They are focused on maximizing yields. They plow and loosen the land every year. They create an ongoing addiction to chemical fertilizers and pesticides. They carry nitrogen and phosphorus as well as into our water systems and into the sea each year. What they have effectively done is they have failed to honor the natural system. They have failed to nurture and strengthen our soils, the valuable soils on which our food production relies. Here are some figures on soil loss in South Africa alone. It is estimated at 300 to 400 million tons 
per year, nearly three tons per hectare of land per year for every ton of maize, wheat, or sugar produced. South Africa loses an average of 20 tons of soil for each of those commodities produced. The global loss of productive land through soil erosion is about 5 to 7 million hectares per year. It's staggering. So do we want the degradation of our farming soils to continue? No. This can be turned around quite easily, but for this we need a massive shift in thinking. And I do see encouraging signs of this happening. Making 2015 Year of the Soil is just one of them. All right. Thank you, Kevin. James, nice, nice touching base with you. We'll chat again next Wednesday. All Absolutely, the best. Absolutely, Ernest. Take care, Paul. All righty. Yeah. That's uh, Kevin James from GCX Africa. www.gcxafrica.co.za is the email address there as we talk climate change and sustainability.